The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Featuring teams from across all the major divisions. Discover a league of unbeatable club-dedicated content in just one click. The TalkSport Fan Network. Created by the fans, for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Shoreham View Podcast. Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Shoreham View, a bit of a podcast chat episode. Uh, it's not Jono that's next to me, I'm joined by the best signing Sheffield I'd ever made off the field. Yeah, I'm going to build you up, I'm going to build you up. DJ, entrepreneur, party host, video editor, it's T, ladies and gentlemen, my man. Same bro, it's quite some intro though. I, I mean, I believe all of it as well, because if you look at what our media were like before you came in and got involved, I know it weren't just you, I know they were a team and you'll big up the team and that, but <laughs> where we were before, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, how, did, how, did we meet, how did we actually meet you? were like a random Instagram message, weren't it? Yeah, I think I was just inquisitive with the fan base and what was going on, weren't I? So I tried to, that's one of the things that... Um, Chris Wilder were talking about at the time the disconnect disconnect yeah. with the fans so I just made a made an effort to try and snoop around a bit and steal my footage yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully though a lot of the fans were kind of well I think that's why I can uh, people still message me still today yeah. I think because they appreciate that I kind of tried to involve them as much as I could anyway I think that would like you mentioned that were a big thing because like Chris Wilder said they were disconnect with the fans they are the stuff we got online, I think it was like one bloke and his dog, weren't it, in an office that were just trying to produce everything. And we didn't really have anything to look back on, really, did we? Well, no, I think to be like, I guess um, they did what they could with what they had. Yeah. And obviously, if you remember at the time, digital media has kind of had this slow incline and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just gone boom. Yeah. So it's kind of safe to say like a lot of football clubs had to kind of, you know, get up to speed with that. But... Yeah, I get what you mean. There wasn't any kind of like things you could go back and watch again exactly. and document uh, documenting what's really going on. So, yeah, no. It, it, it was good that you gave us that, but if you look before that, you're working on boxing, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did quite a bit of, quite a bit of stuff in um, boxing, thanks to my guy. Big old boxing, the OG um, mentor, managed a lot of my, and, you know, sports media type stuff. Yeah. Obviously, taught me a lot that I've obviously used to help develop my career. So, yeah, it's kind of took me under his wing and, yeah, kind of smashed on boxing a bit. I've seen some of the things like you produced, again, good work on that. Was that always the plan to kind of get into boxing and get into sport or did it just happen? No, that, the funniest <coughs> thing about it is it all started when I, I used to do music. So, I used to rap and, like, I just got annoyed and fed up of waiting for, like, CD covers and. Yeah music videos so i just thought i'll just do it myself yeah like so we used to have like these offices and make our own offices and build our own studios and stuff you know so you could just get creative so i guess that's where i kind of 
that's where a lot of my rawness came from you know just building the space for myself to be able to just create yeah um i'd met richard through one of the boxes that i um because i used to dj at niche yeah and one of the doormen used to be he turned pro at the matches he was managed by richard poxing so obviously when i started doing whatever with the camera and had the idea just to try and mess about or branch out I've gone to Adam and that's how I ended up meeting Rich and then one day I've got a random phone call um, to do a first proper job in boxing and my first job was Anthony Joshua yeah for William Hill so I just thought when I went to that I just thought yeah I'm in <laughs> just all in <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> no pun intended we've been William Hill we're just all in but yeah after that like, and they'd reached out to me as well like the quality of work I did so I thought yeah that, that's more me Th- that's got to be I don't want to say, but that's got to be a big boost for yourself, hasn't it? When, like you said, you're self-taught, like myself, you, you're not going to go on these ivory fucking college things to stick on back wall. You've you've done that rawness. You've built, it's amazing how far you can take yourself when you go and do it for yourself. Uh, I think that was the nail in the coffin in terms of putting me all out there because you got to imagine, there's like BBC's there and Sky's there and all these other YouTube platforms and, you know, people you've seen on TV yeah. and stuff, they're all in this room. Then he's this little wet around the ears dude off the ends with his backpack. Yeah. Just setting up some whatever, patiently waiting. I ain't got a clue what the hell's going on. And then I managed to produce quality better than everybody in the room with just my little camera in my backpack. So that, that was about. the wake up call for me. That's like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm doing this. This yeah, is what yeah. I'm doing. I just thought, yeah, I'm having it. Did you, did you find that it were an upward struggle getting to do it? Like you said, it was just little old tea sat in a room getting to do it. But or did you find once you put that first work out, people were knocking on your door rather than Pox and knocking on the door for you? No, I did. Do you know what? I did an interview with the, what is it, um, the Voice in London. Mm. Um, one of the guys there, Dreddy, um, did an interview with me because he'd, he'd watched my career. Like, and he brought up some things that were interesting because I don't really pay attention to myself. But I don't care. Yeah. So you know, it's like when I walk into the room, I was never starstruck or anything. Like you're enjoying the moment, yeah. but I'm not like, oh, that person. Like, in fact, apart from when I seen Roy Jones Jr., like best fighter ever. But yeah, other than that, fanboyed full art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, like I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Um, I'm just focused on it, and because I'm self-taught, I, I'm not actually aware of what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't get the magnitude of what I'm doing, so I just do it. So in my head, I'm like, I'm having it. So there wasn't, there wasn't any kind of fear. It's just, well, that's crap. I can do that better. So I'm just doing it. Yeah, that makes sense. It does because a lot of people out there, there's a, they'll see a rigid way to do things, won't they? I've got to do A, B, C. If you can just do A and B and produce fucking good work, and you don't see the need for C, why do it? Yeah, my head thinks different. Man. Even same at United, I just like. A lot of people do it, innit? Like the, the, the glitz and the glamour can yeah. get to you and it's high pressure and you've got that one opportunity and like that can get to a lot of people. So it's not like it's a it's not like it's a bad thing, you know, if you've got them kind of nerves and stuff. Yeah. But like my colleagues will probably tell you when it comes to that type of stuff where where they'll be a bit like, Oh, what should we do? I'm like, forget them. Yeah. I don't care who it is. My new Liverpool man, I don't care, like I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I just don't care. It sounds blase, but it's a good attitude to have because if you're not overtook by the moment, that's when you produce your best work when you're in your, in your moment, personally, into it, really. Yeah, that's kind of how I... And that's how I am. I just enjoy my... And that was my thing, even wherever I worked, boxing or at the club, it was just... Like, I'm just doing me. Yeah. Right? And I'm happy being in my own crazy world. Yeah. 
Like, I just bounce into the office and I'm just kind of bouncing off the walls for no apparent reason. And I can see that with you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I'll just randomly start singing out something, you know, dancing or like, I'm just very expressive yeah. and active. Like, I just don't care. I think that shows in your videos as well. It's, there's one video that stands out for me that no nobody else would have used it and you did that Chelsea video where it's like it's goddamn Sheffield United that guy it's Sheffield United it's Sheffield goddamn United Sheffield United and we're dropping points like how Sparrows drops the shit from the sky how did you find a way to get him into the video but that's just you that is just the way you edit it it's like nobody else would think to put that in and you're like fuck it I'm putting it in it's going in <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> that season for me is probably like overall is the best experience ever it burnt me out yeah like you know as I reflect on it now like and I look at things with a calmer head I burnt myself out but oh my god like I can the momentum of that season was nuts and to go to Chelsea <coughs> get that result that was crazy and then, obviously, on our way back in the car, because <laughs> 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 we're editors, we're traveling, in it? So, yeah. I'll be on the laptop doing whatever. Um, manager, like, obviously, i got to give credit as well because he gets gritty with us, you know? Yeah. I mean, he'll kind of be, like, doing what he's doing on the phone. My other colleague will just kind of be, you know, just uploading while he's checking what's going on. This guy comes up. He's playing it loud, and I can see laughing in the car. Like, I take my earphones off. He's Sheffield United. I says, What is this? I see this guy proper blowing his lid. I goes, Nah, he's got to go in. Um, nah, like, but that's how my head is. Like, every if you remember in football, even in the Premier League and everything, the way people did the hype videos, it was very just kind of. I don't know. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Generic. Yeah, like it, it was hype. It was just kind of like like a template. Everything had the same template. Yeah, like hype, goal. Then it there wasn't really to me anyway. There wasn't really a story to anything, or there wasn't really any fun. Like yeah. the other part. My thing with football is, or the other thing I take from it is everybody loves the banter. Yeah. Like as much as Sheffield United on Wednesday don't like each other everyone loves the banter don't they like it's part of yeah so I thought nah this needs to come into videos yeah and I don't know if it's just me because I don't I actually don't pay attention but I wasn't noticing it before we were doing it at United mm. and then I started to see it's like it's almost like it gave everybody the confidence to do it more yeah that, I, that, would, that would be one of the next things I said is it seems since Sheffield United videos were seen globally while we are in the Premier League that other people's videos have changed yeah, I've never thought of anything like because for me, creativity is meant to inspire creativity. The only thing I can say is nearly every team, uh, creative from nearly every team from the Premier League down to League One, has messaged me at some point yeah. to say to watch our content, to take inspiration from it. Which yeah. you can, as I say, you can kind of because I've had to look back. Real Madrid, this and that. Even Real Madrid's media is actually pretty basic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody was really doing it, and it was all like a, a diet Sky Sports, weren't it? Yeah, like, but like content was good. It's not me saying the content wasn't good. It was just very just the same. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And where my head was coming from, I was doing music videos before rap videos, boxing. So like, there wasn't many 
urban street creatives in football. I yeah. noticed everybody kind of had a degree or something. Nobody's kind of come from a raw, mm-hmm. a raw background. And the person who hired me at United made a point of really wanting to look for experience and an authenticness as opposed to the qualifications. Yeah. Um, like and they made a real big, you know, thing to try and look look for something like that. And I think that's why everything just ended up changing. Let's get, let's move on to that a little bit because how did you end up working for United? You, you said they, they they were looking for that realness, that real experience. Because you can have experience. I worked at blah 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 for five years, but you've been there and done it for yourself, and that's real experience. Did somebody scout you specifically? No, I didn't. Again, Richard, I'd um, I'd just done you Bank versus the Gale. Yeah. And I was just getting fed up, man. Like, cause it was good. The experiences were wicked in boxing, but. I was away from family a lot. Like, we're impacting on too many things, relationship, da, da, da. like I'll be traveling all over the place. Yeah. Um, managing teams as well. So even when like I'm at home, I'm not at home because I'm like checking on you, but back, yeah, have you sent this, have you done that? Like, it was a big responsibility. Um, but I think it was good for me as well because I think it humbled me a bit. Like that experience, made me ready for a job like going to United because I was in the right headspace yeah. at that time. Um, I just wanted to be closer to my kids, more local again, you know, be able to do more with my family. Um, and I said to Rich, like, I am kind of getting a bit, you know, like I want to try and find something local. Yeah. He was just darting about and then just things popped up on his page. Um, United were looking for somebody. He sent me the screenshot. Like, it wasn't set in stone, but again, I just had that attitude that I'm having it. Like, yeah. that that is, there's no way, absolutely no way. Like, I even put together, <clears throat> what's mad is he sent me when was the deadline? It was two days before the deadline. So as soon as he sent me, I've made this mad thing on Photoshop, this like image-based PDF document thing. It says, forget this, I'm making sure I stand out. Yeah. Put all the logos of everybody I worked with. Did it, uh, explain it in my resume. Want to be close to my kids, there, 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 there. got an interview. Like, I don't know, I think I was almost half talking like I already had the job, but like, just the ideas I had. And then you had to make a hype video as part of the interview. Okay. Um, one of the, so one of the, so the Krepton Conan video, one of the first videos they released since I joined, it had a Krepton Conan tune. That was the video I did for my interview. That was the one that got that, it. For that you. Was the, that's the video that got me the job. The end of just releasing it. So that, that's got to be a compliment to yourself, though. When you do <laughs> something in an interview, they go, right, yeah. Yeah, that's good, that. You can have the job with fucking stealing that and putting that straight on <laughs> You know what I mean? No. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the men they got using it, just a load of footage ripped off YouTube, which they, they instructed to do, by the way. Right. Um, but um, yeah, the men they look putting it out. But in my head, again, I didn't know who was going for that role, but in my head, I'm like, nah. They can, they can try all they want, it's mine. I'm having it. <laughs> so when you were at United, did you get like creative freedom or did you have, did you have kind of a rigid structure at first that you kind of broke out of? If I look back on it now, I probably had too much freedom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I run a channel, so no, that is. This is why you don't get content because I can never be fucking bothered because I've got too much freedom. I'm I need not. somebody to manage me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I even thought, no, do you know what, to be fair, I think, like I said, is the way the, they looked for, like, the way they put a team together there, man, like, it's, it is proper sick, to be fair. Because um, it's like the right 
every time somebody comes in, it complements what somebody's doing. Like they're looking for that authenticity, you know. Yeah. So with me, it's like my manager at the time before I had another one. Like she got the right balance of okay, he needs to be here. He don't need to be here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or if I the be times because of how my head works, I'm just not on it. Do you know it? 11 o'clock in the morning yeah but come 7 o'clock at night right my head's just firing so there'd be a lot of stuff like I'd be actually making 8pm and just doing it until 2 o'clock and so I'm I'm grateful really because I had a manager that was kind of wanting a proper creative (coughs) knew how to manage us as well yeah so you could tell I'm just a bit not on it this day which is kind of there was no pressure if my day was a bit more relaxed, you know what I mean? And the whole the whole office was like that, but then look at the output we had. You know, so we was never pushed too hard, you know, in terms of the club or from our managers or anything. Yeah. But in the environment you are in the Premier League, you know, you just got that desire to just get your stuff out there. And you know what? When you're listening to people, what is it called? Stevie Stevie Nichols or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every oh, other person just, that gets to me, so that's what I focus on. Yeah. Like if you, um, I don't know if you've seen that Michael Jordan documentary but you know when he puts scenarios in his own head yeah that's why I never get intimidated because the scenarios in when you're talking to the club but like, I was taking it with disrespect as well yeah so it kind of triggered my oh okay so when Robbie from AFTV yeah you <laughs> oh, I'm getting a point out now. I'm clipping this and I'm putting it up that's coming from an Arsenal fun as well like that aggravated me like the you know the dismissiveness of it like of course yeah yeah we've got united but well at least at least the indian guy was kicking off called the sheffield united didn't just call the sheffield like a load of other fans did did you i thought you ignorant i yo (laughs) (laughs) the whole thing was irritating because obviously i'm from sheffield i know it's like it's hard it's great we're not we're not soft yeah you know what i mean so i'm like rip that like I'm gonna make it eat those words and I think sometimes the videos I did like some of the players would come up to me because I think it kind of j- um, jazz them up a bit yeah. like they used to watch them sometimes in you know the changing room and stuff but like that was the attitude like what are you talking to yeah then when you got the result afterwards to match it it's like <clears throat> have that have some of that like, no, I think I mean, you've put you've summed up perfectly cause I think the fans you guys in the back obviously on the same wavelength the team on the pitch the manager even the guys running the club at that point, we all had a fire in the bird to say, say what you want. We're going to go out there and we're going to do what we do best and that's have a go at everything. We're yeah. going to have that fire. So it shows that you guys had it as well. No, we did, man. I think it was just, because there weren't an identity. That's why you've seen a lot of chopping and changing between like the first two or three seasons. Yeah. There was, there was, <coughs> not, there was a plan, but there wasn't a plan. Yeah. Because it was new to everybody. Like... So I always make the point to say that because it's not like a thing of there was somebody behind the scenes saying, right, do this, then do that, then do this. It was more, this happened, then out of nowhere, I've done something, then it inspired that, and then somebody else has got an idea, and it's, oh, let's try this, and, oh, like, it just got out of control that way. Yeah. You know, like, in the most positive way possible, it's like somebody, oh, we can do, like, it just Snowballed. Like, it just started going nuts. And, like, before you knew it, it was just... Everybody were kind of because of the team performance as well, yeah, as well as everything else that season. Everybody were just hype raving over Sheffield United, and I think it were the dark season is one of the best experiences ever. And that's 
the heartbreaking thing is that we missed a lot of it. you guys didn't you started to work through it but missing it through covid as fans that heartbreak that we had of missing the end of that season as well and you guys kind of gave us something to still live through because you were giving us those high videos you were still giving us those looks at the club that we were missing and i think it pulled a lot of us through to be quite fair it was hard though man like i think that was kind of that for us man. that was a hard time like yeah. for everybody really obviously everybody at home i mean it's just weird you know being there when there's no fans yeah you start realising how much the fans motivate you yeah it's the adrenaline like the whole without that it's just you can hear everything on pitch yeah I know they covered it up on TV but you can hear everything like every whinge and complain and this and that like, sorry, oh, you tackled me, my leg hurt, Pedro. All that kind of shit. <laughs> like, I don't know, it probably did take something away from it, but I thought it was good though, because it made, I think it made clubs appreciate fans more. Speaking of the fans, behind the blades, that were, I think you've told me before, you had a big part of that, like getting that actually going, didn't you? No, they had it before, but that was part of one of the remits. I had to kind of um, renovate, try and think of. You know, fresh ideas. Yeah. So behind the blaze was kind of like a big, like, experimental thing for me, really. Like, I think they've got it down now. Yeah. Um, I think they've took the best of everything that's been tried over the years. I like how it looks now. Like, it's just, it's very clean and but it's still got something to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's still something cinematic to it, but it's still clean, edgy to the point. Um. But yeah, even that, like, it was just taking a lot of things I did from boxing. I think that's what came from it, because you see, like, these promos that Sky put together where they, they get a bit more down and gritty, don't they, with the boxers, where they... And that, it's got to a stage where it's a bit of a formula now. Mm. When you had your... I always remember one, it was Mayweather versus Atten, and they did that big thing where they went out to both camps, didn't they? They yeah, did something yeah. similar with Brook v Khan, mm. where they got into the gym with him and they were doing all nitty-gritty. Mm. And I think when you and the rest of the team kind of took over behind the blades, because it went from like the alternative angle to behind the blades, mm. you brought in the fans' point of view, you brought in like getting the players in, yeah, um, but they were both going at the same time actually. Yeah. So there was behind the blades and the alternative angle. Yeah. But then it, the time it was taken to do like these are the things that were experimental. It just kind of didn't really make sense. Tap two. Um, to have two things, but again, that's just kind of finding your way. But I think like teams like Real Madrid and that were doing it. So when you're first starting, the first thing you think to do is follow what the most successful clubs are doing. Yeah, yeah. But then you work out they're only doing it because they can do anything and still get views. Yeah. Um, but that's when you started like sacrificing alternative angle, condensing down behind the blaze. Then you get things like one of our own podcasts. Yeah. So it was just kind of it was forever just growing, 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 growing. I mean, uh, SU Live TV that came across obviously because we didn't have the Premier League guys in the box every week. <laughs> so we have got this big media box and nothing to do with it. Did yeah. you have any kind of input on getting that started? Yeah, not much. It was um, I I kind of like to just stay in my lane yeah um i'm not i've i've not had the desire to be like the top this or you know get the big manager position or yeah i i, I love my job like i go to work like, i just knew what i was doing yeah um so do you think that's more like a comfort zone thing or do you think it was just a case of you know you perform best when you're doing certain things 
I don't well since leaving United to be fair, I've had more time with myself, so like I'm a neurology at the minute. Yeah. So I'm like slightly on the spectrum, which it actually explains a lot. Well, okay. that I couldn't explain before. Um, but yeah, the routine of it, but I just felt very... Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. comfortable. I go to work, I know my equipment's there. I got the freedom, like, if it felt right to go up and do it inside Shire Cliff, or if you know the players are not in the mood, you can go off and do something else. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to be the guy. I didn't like all the, the, the boardroom stuff, meetings and the... The regimented shit. Yeah, it's just not, like, it's just not me. Like, I've just... Tell, tell me what to do. I was just going to do that. Yeah. It sounds like you had a good team, uh, a good manager. Did, did things change at any point? Like with the manage- management situation that you had? No, well, obviously people chop and change and move on in it. And for everybody, not, you know what I mean? It's I went Wilder went, that's a shock yeah. in it. And like everybody, you just have to learn and adapt. So the same way the players have to adapt to a new regime, so do we. So access you did have, you won't have. And do you know what I mean? Um, Obviously, in terms of behind the scenes stuff, people move on. Yeah. New opportunities come. Um, dynamics change. So, but I don't think it's so much that really. But being honest, I think more COVID was so difficult. Yeah. And then the second season, we weren't really winning. So it's just like there wasn't as much for me to do. So, on top of being isolated, yeah. like I, I couldn't really do anything. Or there was stuff I was making that just wasn't coming out because it couldn't because of performance. That's that's one of the things. If you're making stuff like, a, how do you make a hype video for when you bought in the league? Do you know what I mean? It's, that's so difficult. You can't. So there's nothing like there's nothing really. We <coughs> we even made um we still try to make graphics and you know all this stuff to try and keep that tempo. A lot of it's not getting used. And yeah. Like it was hard, man. The music creative. That's the hit for me. Putting it out and watching all fans just going nuts. Yeah. And yeah. Everybody's all pumped up for the game. That element was gone, weren't it? So it's. For me, it kind of felt like the metaphor would be, or whatever, would be kind of like a player now that's just been on the bench all season. Yeah, I get you. And you, you, you want to go out and smash it, but you can't do anything. Yeah, you can't score an trick off the bench, can you? <laughs> you can't, literally, <laughs> just like stood there. So I think more than anything, more than those changes, I think looking back now, that was the biggest struggle for me. As a career, I say, and obviously we've talked, we've been friends throughout COVID and everything. We've had chats. Do you find that that had like an impact on yourself at a personal level as well? Like you felt like you weren't getting your most. You're a creative guy, and mm-hmm. when you're not being creative, I do think that sometimes, like myself, you talk to yourself. It's like I'm not being creative. I'm not getting that out there. Out there. Did you yeah, find again, that? Yeah, I can ask my colleagues, man. Like I used to get annoyed. Do you know if you can't. Oh, what do you mean we can't? Yeah. Let's do this. Do you know what I mean? It's, even though it's hard work, I'm still like trying to find a way to make the you know the maddest thing happen. Yeah. Um so for yeah, that was that was super hard for especially like how my character is. Like when like I wanna just Yeah. 
if, if you're not creating, you, you, you sit there and you think, why aren't I being creative? And you find ways to try and do it, and then you're disappointed because you can't do what you want to do. Yeah, cause, like the same way they had their Premier League table, there was that marketing um, table as well, weren't there? Yes. So it's like, oh, like I was wanting to get points on that board because I get myself in a way where I'm so competitive. Yeah. And, oh, man, I couldn't do anything. Um, and it's nobody's fault. Like, I can't go to my manager about it or this or that. Then it's hard because you're not seeing... Do you know the usual faces when you go to work? Yeah. So like, I'm grateful like, I got to speak to everybody from cleaners to all the way up to owners and to see what the matches, they know me on a first name basis. That whole dynamics change and then it's turned to, oh, you're only allowed in this zone. And then you got irritating to do your job. Yeah. Because then to get from here to here when you just normally go from here to here now you've got to go up there all the way up these stairs back across there back down there to come back across here it's like now I get you why you're lugging equipment around and everything <laughs> which again is that's not the thing he's for it's just obviously the thing at the time so but top of being isolated you top of <laughs> do you think that resonated not through the bike like, through the first team through the coaches through the board like through people working do you think people just got sick and tired of this regimented you can only be here and here mm. do you think it, that that's one of the things that kind of cost us really yeah, yeah. maybe this is a, you know what it is everybody had to go through it, isn't it? Yeah. so I don't want to make it like it's oh a, no we didn't play the best football that season let's be fair but I mean like you could see the players weren't happy and you could see that the people in the ground weren't happy yeah, do you know what that thing did make me realise though, like how much of a. You know, when people say that thing, like when you go to London, it's very fast paced and it seems like everybody's ignorant and yeah. nobody's got time to say hello. When you come to Sheffield, it's like somebody will say hello to you or it's more polite or somebody will let you come out, yeah. you know, when you're driving and stuff. Like, you realise that togetherness, what Sheffield is actually. Do you know the. Um, do you know that family spirit they've got? Yeah. Like they said, didn't they? They voted Sheffield United fans some of the best fans you know in the league. Who voted on that? Who voted us? Didn't they say like it was one of the best atmospheres? Like it was some, it was in some report anyway. Yeah. But um, you started realizing how much. In fact, we started doing them campaigns, didn't we? Like it was a together thing. So, yes. Yeah. Um, fans, players did it. Like staff, it's a. And that's one of the things I think that became apparent. Like, whoa, do you. Even for stuff about the fans, like you just feel flat. Yeah. Do you know what? Like everything was just flat. So I just mean, yeah, that was very eye opening. <laughs> Let, let's try and boost it onto an happier note. We've talked about fucking doom and gloom for long enough now, aren't we? Really? I'm going to fucking. I'm going to pour myself a double fucking brandy in a minute, I'm telling you. because <laughs> it's freezing. <laughs> There's one more in the back, cold. It's, uh, it's always different on your show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. What What's the best thing that you've ever caught on film that you weren't allowed to release? Like, funniest moment or anything like that. But, wait, so if I weren't allowed to release it, that means I'm not allowed to talk about it. But... Oh, no, no, nothing like dramatic. No, <laughs> no, no dramatic. We don't want any drama tea. We've fucking, we've left all the drama shit on shore and Vubian. Like, <laughs> I want to say the story. Tell me if this is true or false. Right. So, lads were feeling a bit down. Did somebody tell, while they were playing Ed football, did somebody tell Kevin Cookson to strip off and go and run out on pit? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this rumour. Where? Well, I wasn't there if that happened. I haven't. I haven't. He says this, this is his NDA talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen 
any part of Kevin Cookson <laughs> naked thankfully. <laughs> I'm not say, I'm not saying where this story came from. <coughs> Rob Stain. <laughs> well, I I definitely wasn't there. I haven't seen that like video. And any funny moments like that you, you could kind of tell us a half story or anything that you maybe weren't allowed to put on behind the blades, maybe. Practical jokes, banter, things that maybe weren't family friendly enough for behind the blades. Yeah, I mean, just being you had a couple of kegs and... <laughs> so juvenile. <laughs> you know, your you lads-y type stuff. And to be fair, they're, they're, they're a fun group of lads. Yeah. And a lot of the time it will be because how fans will perceive it. Yeah, I get yeah. Especially if you're not performing, it's like, oh, they're just messing about. And no, like that's where the chemistry comes from. Yeah. That performance you've seen in that... 1920 season that togetherness that's like literally how together they are do you know what I mean um, and sometimes it's just that um, some of the players just don't want to show that much character on screen um, yeah and that's partly why I ended up building such a good relationship with them because I I asked them like yeah what they're are they wanting to be on camera this and that and that's why that's why I didn't point the camera in faces as much as people would like out yeah. of respect of them so and that, I suppose that built you a good chemistry with the players as well yeah yeah because yeah. So they, they knew they could trust you yeah so there's moments where somebody will have a bit of banter or somebody's cracked a joke or you know someone's got something smashed in the face proper <laughs> <laughs> lad stuff lad stuff but no like they don't want yeah to, yeah that makes sense um, which I can understand from their perspective. You want to kind of hold some stuff private. Yeah. You don't want to give everybody everything. You give them enough and you're up for scrutiny on the pitch all the time. Like, who are the funniest? Come on, you can give us that. No, I can't. Do you know what? Surprisingly, and we started um, working with him more. Like, I was saying for time, like, Osborne is so funny. Osborne? Os- Osborne is one of the, the funniest guys. The dry humour delivery sarcasm is just yeah, so I'm on board with that I'm on board with that he's, he's one of the funniest ones I thought like you always come out with a one comment and you don't expect it and you're like where does that come from why do you know what I mean um, Flex and Wolf like it comes out with a couple of funny one liners sometimes but they're the surprising ones yeah. because they're not the forefront um, and then obviously you got your obvious ones like Rian Brewster People are, as much as I do like his little struggles and whatnot, like the way he supports that team is unbelievable. Really? Um, any behind the scenes, like he's always there. I think you could tell that it sounds daft. You could tell that at Nottingham when they were, it, when him and McBurney both walking around in moon boots, but they were there on the side. They were there for the boys, weren't they? Always there. When nobody's injured, always there. When they talk, always there. Same yeah. with McBurney, like. Obviously, the press will give him stick, but behind the scenes, man, like two of the most you know caring guys ever. But now that team, that team was solid, man. Like obviously, it's like your time with the club has come to an end. Uh, I'm going to ask you in a bit what what's coming up. But do you find that because said you were an Arsenal fan? You've always told me you're an Arsenal fan. Uh, I assume you just said that to wind me up sometimes. I know you're a blade. You're a blade now. Nah, we've stolen you. You're one of us. But do you find that the club has imprinted itself on you in a positive way? Yeah, they, they took my, um, I, I was saying the other day, I'm forever grateful because they took my raw talents and a lot of time was spent on me. Um, all the equipment I needed was got, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
and because of the situation um, it gave me the ability to kind of you know find myself as as a creative and refine myself you know you know some more um what's the word i'm looking for um i'm more of a useful tool in my field now like more rounded yeah more rounded um yeah it's just like everything i'm like everything i'm doing now with the events and stuff the the way i've progressed now um the opportunities that have come my way like i've took the decision to chill for a bit yeah because i was constantly non-stop a lot of personal stuff i was dealing with as well so i just had some time out but even still opportunities are still there um yeah, it's, yeah, positive, 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 positive impacts all right. Especially the fans. I still get messages off fans now. Like that's another crazy thing to me. Like I think in my head, like I'm just a creative, and somebody said to me like, "No, when you think there's some directors out there, obviously I'm not nowhere near on their level, yeah. but people say Spike Lee's there, there, there. So it's kind of <coughs> some of you guys are just like that in the sports world, I guess." Um, Plus, I've done other things. I'm not DJing, presenting. So, I guess there's a bit more of a gravitation towards me. But, yeah, man, especially the fans. Um, like, man, I ain't seen nothing like it, to be fair. And then to go to every club as well and see how every club, yeah, you know, operates. And the amount of times I've had my back as a club as well. So, if anybody's giving me any grief or something, or there's been any issues straight on it. That's what you like to hear. Um, yeah, I mean... Just I think just like anything in the world, not not everything's perfect. Um but I challenge anybody to kinda you know have to operate at that level. Yeah. It's such a fast pace, it's just like game, 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 game. This is happening. You've got to make a decision now. Somebody's gotta make the decision. Nobody wants to make the decision. It's like so it's constantly hard, hard, hard. So you have to learn to what I've taken away now is separating personal you know, from business. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just appreciating that business decisions aren't necessarily, you know, personal a reflection decisions. on how somebody thinks on your personal. Sometimes it's just crap in it. Yeah, definitely. I um, mean, even as a shitty fan channel, and that's what we are, ladies and gentlemen, a shitty fan channel. We, we, I've had, I've had things said about me that I, you kind of take it personally at first, and then you realise that these are the same people that will sit down and upload the next thing you do so you, you yeah, have got yeah. to separate that personal and business haven't you yeah no you can you like it's uh, it's it's important to especially in this entertainment industry um, you you got to be a bit more thick skinned yeah um, but yeah like I said as I, as I look back man it's like, how often are you going to get an opportunity like that man exactly. Premier League like that season where well, you you got to be the media guy behind United's only what top ten finishing the Premier League in God knows how many years. And that's the, I, it's not even so much um, like players and that that you got to meet. It's the you know to experience that magnitude. Yeah. So you're gonna stadiums that people pay God knows how much money you know to get that match day tour, and you're just walking up and down. Yeah. Fucking, tunnels like it's known. You've seen away changing rooms. You've seen home changing rooms. You're like. Yeah, I saw your uh, League Cup game, I think it was against Derby, and like you're walking out the tunnel with your camera, and I'm thinking, like, I'd pay to be stood where you're stood now, without a camera, just to see the team run out while I'm stood there. It's the first time I did it, actually, yeah. I've walked out, because my manager was saying, oh yeah, just did it, because I was scared at first, I'm like, oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the pitch. <laughs> Can I step on it? Can I do it? One day, I've just not even thought. I was just walking out and then I realised I'm on the pitch. Yeah. And then I, I didn't know what to do. I was a bit like... Clean your crabs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Like, and it hits you like people would pay God knows how much, yeah. you know, to just do the most simplest thing, stand on grass. I've stood on... Um, my colleagues would take a mick out of me because I'm like, I'm just going to take a picture of me every stadium. Yeah. Doing something stupid. Like, after every match that we won, I'd do some kind of cartwheel or something stupid. And then they would be like, T, you got to be professional. I'm like... <laughs> no, man. <laughs> you, should get, you should do like a little flip-through video of all those. Like, it's like every little cartwheel and daft thing you did. Like, I probably got more funny clips than me, to be honest. But the... Um, Oh, these need to be released. The tea, the tea clips. <laughs> Hashtag tea clips. We need that in our lives. But the, the, the magnitude of it, man, it was, a, it was all right. Like, like, that got you through the difficult moments. You know, when you got to do those big three-hour there. Yeah. Three-hour back. Um, yeah, just getting to see all the all the madness. Like, you can hear the coaches. I used to love it every time we batter somebody and then you're hearing the opposition hissy fits. Yeah. Because you've seen all the... Um, you seen all the write off before, innit? Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. they get the ass whooped, and then everyone's walking back through Bramalane or whatever, kicking bottles and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, man. By halfway through that first season, a little bit more respect on the name, wasn't exactly. Right? So that yeah, mate. <laughs> Good feelings. <laughs> yeah, like you have to appreciate it, man. Like to to do that off my own back. How much money would that cost you? To oh, mate. Don't. This is why I'm not rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I've not even got half of what you've done. Like, to, yeah, to, like, Man U, Chelsea, Tottenham, Man City, to see some of them, to see some of them players play, that was like, whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't so much, oh, that plays there, but you do think, wait a minute, I'm sat on the sideline and I'm filming Man City. Yeah. Like, what the, like, how did this happen? Kind of thing. Yeah, you do have those moments or like a ball, a shot will come or somebody's making a run, you know, when they're like kind of running too fast or something. Then the ball's just shot past your head and then you're looking in like a Bamiyang's there or something. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, give it a ball back now, I'm just going to film you, mate. <laughs> it's all <yeah>. good. <laughs> <laughs> that I did start getting more confident with. There was a couple of times I've like cheekily just like held the ball to time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of us he's turning oh, into one of us you know quickly grab it in front of us yeah. like I started picking up on that a bit more but yeah no this yeah that as I, like I said with the time off I've had yeah I've yeah, kind of lost for words with it really like yeah mad experience well obviously we all miss you uh, like as fans we all miss content they, they are still bringing out good content that's not a dig at anybody but th there is a difference it is still good, but I do miss... You can tell when you edited something. And I don't care what anybody says, you can tell when you edited something. But away from that, now you've obviously left Sheffield United. What, what's going on in the world of tea? What we got What we got to see from you next? Back DJing. Back DJing. Um, doing my own events again. So Making more tunes for me to steal to put in my vlogs. <laughs> I think after 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 just three consecutive just bam 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 bam, um, I just wanted to have some time off. So I haven't done any videos really. Yeah. Other than when I do a little promotion for my event, um, I've just been trying to get other forms of creativity. You know, to get re-inspired again. Yeah. Because I I lost my own 
again, not down to the club or anybody, like, due to my own personal things and whatnot, I kind of lost my fire a bit. Yeah. Um, which I feel started reflecting on my creativity, you know, with the club coming to the back end. Yeah. Like I was burning out. Um, so I just felt it was important. Um, but one of the things my... One of the things my therapist was saying to do was go back, like go right back to what started off you. Yeah. Um, and just see what happens. And I'm kind of like, what do you mean? Like with the level you're at now, how would it all look? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that makes a lot of sense. Try creative. You got all my stuff back, and then that's when I made that tune that you've been using a bit. It's a good dance tune. I'm putting um, it down there. <laughs> so then I'll um, so I'll be dropping the full EP for that soon. Um, four events happening this year. All them dates are books. Um, already sorted out stuff with the headliners. Um, hopefully doing some work with the Sheffield Sharks soon. Just, just trying to just like you know I'm not looking at his work, man. I'm just trying to just have fun. Yeah, a minute. I think yeah. you've earned that. To be fair, with uh, like you said, how fast faced you've lived for the last few years, you've you've, yeah. you've earned that to kind of step back and find your fire again. Yeah, so it's just just about having fun. Um, like I said, there is opportunities out there. So hopefully, in the next month or two, when you know, like I'm back properly. Yeah. And hopefully, I'll just be taking on a couple of players, you know, to do stuff directly for people. And one of the things I did learn from United because I. I tried to completely detach from one life and just focus on um, just one thing. Yeah. In future, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. So I'm trying to make sure I've always got a couple of things going so I can be fully expressive. I get you. Um, that's one thing I've learned with myself. I need to have an element of being able to just do anything I want creatively without any repercussions. Yeah. Um, so it's just more of that, man. So... So yeah, I'll be announcing a couple of players soon that I'm doing stuff for, and a couple of the brands I'm doing stuff for. Might dibble back into boxing a little bit. Um, the end goal is at some point this year to go back into football because I don't know. It's still just some unfinished. Yeah, there's things I wanted to do in it, and I just couldn't quite. Like come, navigate. And get, like, come and get pissed on a showroom view vlog and uh, shower people. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> 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 no, there's still content I think I can make that I've not had yeah. the opportunity to make yet. That's the thing, isn't it? Because when you get to that stage, you don't want to look back and have any regrets that you didn't do this, that and the other. So to not close it completely, I think is probably the best thing to have as an option, isn't it? Yeah, first of all, like, because uh, normally I, when I've done something, I want to just move on. But like, football is sick. Um and now kind of like reflecting on the things I did and did not make, there's definitely still some unfinished like business, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, so at some point I want to go back into the um, sport and finish that. Um, and then, yeah, I think the dream, to be fair, is at some point trying to get my ass in NBA or Formula One, but... The Formula One. Yeah, yeah. I said that, but... I'll, I'll get John O to come and talk to you about that one. <laughs> I said that, but I did get... I bet it's fun to film. There are some of the opportunities that came on the back of being at United. Yeah. So there was a chance to go to the World Cup, Qatar, the Rugby World Cup, um, a lady that was recruiting for Formula One. It's like all these mad opportunities. Like, mate, like, how can you be mad at it? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> T, 
it's been a pleasure having you on talking about all this. This is this is this this podcast is even if nobody else will watches it, this one's for me. Just, <laughs> I've tried to make it not too geeky. We've not talked about Premier or Da Vinci through that. Oh shit, I've just done it now. We, we, I've, I've tried not to talk about it all the way through up until the I end. Thought, I, thought, I, I thought you were gonna try and get me drunk though. No, no, no. I've got to be, I've got to drive home. Fucking hell. If, if I start drinking now, I'm not going home till Thursday. I've got <laughs> I've got stuff a pitch to edit. I, I've got to thank you for a lot, T, because if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have met Pox and Eva. I wouldn't be doing what I do for a living at the minute and I'm just glad you've made time to come on and have a chat because, you know, there's always a better life for me with that. Can I ask him to come on? Uh, we built like a little mini friendship. I don't want to ruin that, but I do appreciate it, man. No, Thank you. Okay. Right, anytime. Keep doing what you're doing, as I said. These platforms, man, especially if you go back to the Premier League, you've, you've all got an opportunity. You, the, um, the United Way, the Chef United Way, sorry, like all you guys, just got to keep chipping away what you're doing. Man. That's it, and I need to be more consistent and stop being a dad. But you know these kids are fucking pain in the ass, man. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> if you have enjoyed this, please head down there. Please subscribe. Please hit like. Follow. Follow. T- He's doing the pointing now, so you can get him on board. We're getting him on board. <laughs> we don't have to fucking animate some puppets on that shit. <laughs> but get down in the comments. Uh, any questions you have for T? He's done with us now, so you have to send them to him directly, <laughs> as I'm sure you all do. Thank you for watching. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. We are trying to get a lot more of our video content converted to an audio platform as well. We understand a lot of you out there don't have time to watch the videos and you like to listen to the content in the car and on the go. We are hoping to get a lot more of this to you. But if you haven't done already, please head over to our YouTube channel. Please give that a subscribe. Please follow us on social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the rest. And don't forget to check back here again because we will be getting some more content to you on the audio channels. Thank you very much and up the blades. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.